The anointing is the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit that causes the work of God to take place through a human vessel. It is God who anoints, causing His Spirit to be released through us. Even Jesus Christ, the Son of God ministered by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He worked miracles, healings, deliverance and manifested the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We also see that there were no constraints of time or distance for the flow of the anointing. The anointing was also released through selected people in the Old Testament. All right, before we get into God's Word, what we normally do is our declaration. It's us just speaking forth what God's Word declares about us. So I want to invite us to do that. Uh, you can be seated, or if you want to stand, you can stand. It's up to you. Uh, the words will come on the screen, and you could uh, declare them. Say them out loud, bold, and strong. Say it like you mean it. Say it because you believe it. And uh, our words of declaration are really an expression of our faith. And the Bible tells us that Jesus is the high priest of our Confession is the high priest of what we confess, or what we declare. He's there on, our, on the behalf of our confession. So let's go ahead and make a declaration. I want you to just hold your Bible high up in the air and uh, say this out loud, bold, and strong uh, together with me. This is God's word. This is God speaking to me. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I will become everything God has promised. I'm saved, healed, delivered, redeemed. I'm blessed, victorious, prosperous, triumphant. I'm a minister of God, a servant of Christ, and a channel of His blessing to many people. I receive His word. I believe His Word, and I live by His Word. Christ is my Master, and to Him I am in absolute surrender. I walk in the more glorious covenant with God. I live the more glorious life in the Spirit. I manifest the more glorious ministry of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you. All right. Today, as we normally do on the last Sunday of each month, we call it Supernatural Sunday. Uh, we, uh, we intentionally uh, preach a very simple message a message that is geared towards encouraging our faith to believe God for the supernatural, to believe God to do, bring healing and deliverance and miracles uh, in our lives. And uh, then after that message that's, that's geared towards encouraging our faith, we join our hearts together and pray and uh, expect God to work miracles. And that's what we are going to do today on the Supernatural Sunday here in uh, the last Sunday of April. And I want to just take some time to speak to us about the anointing. Now, this is not 
uh, a complete message on the anointing. There's a lot that the Bible has to talk, uh, say to us and teach us about the anointing. But I want to highlight a few things about the anointing, something that will, things that will encourage our faith. And then we're going to pray together, expecting God to touch our lives by the anointing of His Holy Spirit. So that's the intent of, of the simple uh, message uh, this, this morning. Now, when we talk about the anointing, or when the, when the Bible mentions the anointing, what we're really talking about is the presence and power of the Holy Spirit that causes the work of God to take place through a human vessel. So when you talk about the anointing, it's, it's, it's not about the vessel, it's about the Holy Spirit. It's about His presence and power expressed through a human vessel that causes the work of God to take place. That's what we mean by the anointing. It's His activity, His work uh, being expressed through us. You know, so we use language like this. You know, we, we say, I feel the anointing. Or uh, we say, that person's really anointed. Or that was an anointed time of ministry. Or an anointed time of worship. And uh, many of us recognize, we are able to spiritually recognize the anointing. The presence and the power of the Holy Spirit being expressed, being released. That is at work. And, and so the anointing for many of us is something that is recognizable. It's, uh, it's something that we discerned in the Spirit, spiritually speaking. We're not looking at natural things or outward expressions always. Of course, the anointing results in things happening. Uh, but uh, even spiritually, we are able to discern. We understand the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. So uh, I just want to touch on a few things this morning about the anointing, and then we are going to pray. My expectation in, in, in bringing this message to us is really, Lord, let every person listening, every person who listens be impacted by the anointing. And you know, uh, God works through His Word, so it's very important to bring the Word of God uh, because God's Word is anointed. The Holy God's Word is Holy Spirit breathed. Uh, Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. That means through the Word, the presence of the Holy Spirit and the life of God is administered. So that's why we're going to spend time in the Word and pay attention to the Word. You know, some people want the anointing, they don't want the Word, but they don't realize that actually the anointing is released through the Word, right? The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Or as some versions translate that, they say the words carry the presence of the Holy Spirit and they bring the life of God to us. So pay attention to the word. And we're going to talk about the anointing. We're going to talk about what the word has to say about the anointing. And as that word is released to you, my expectation is the very presence and the work of the Holy Spirit will be administered to you so that today, whatever is needed in your life, Whatever you need to take place, whether it's a healing in your body, whether it's a deliverance of your emotions, whether it's a touch of God on your life situations, your circumstances, uh, as we will see, the anointing addresses 
every area of our lives. There's not one place, one area of our life where the Holy Spirit, His presence and power will not flow into and transform. So my expectation is that as we bring the Word of God to you, the life and the power of the Holy Spirit will be actually administered into your life and you can see the work of God take place uh, in your life. You see, the Bible tells us in, uh, in 2 Corinthians 1 verses 21 and 22, the Apostle Paul tells us that it is God who anoints us. You see, so uh, this anointing that we're talking about, the presence and the work of the Holy Spirit is released through us, is not obtained here and there. It comes from God. And a man can receive nothing unless it's given to him by God. And sometimes, you know, we get carried away. We think, you know, I can buy the anointing. I give so much offering to some minister and I get his anointing. It doesn't happen that way. So don't get deceived by that. The, the, it is God who establishes us and it is God who anoints us. All anointing comes from God. And no, a man can receive nothing unless it's given to him by God. So God himself is the source of this anointing. Now, how important is the anointing? You know, in some areas of, of, of Christian and the Christian world, the anointing is not spoken of at all. It's hardly spoken of at all. Uh, may not, some people may not even know about the anointing. But the anointing, which is a presence and the power of the Holy Spirit released through human vessels, is such an important topic in scripture. And how important is it? Now listen to this. The eternal word of God who became the incarnate word, that means the word who was manifested in the flesh, the incarnate word ministered by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That means Jesus ministered by the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, when Jesus began his ministry, he did it like this. And he read Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for God has anointed me to preach the gospel. He has sent me to heal the broken in heart, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to those who are blind, and to announce the acceptable year of the Lord. So the, when Jesus was the eternal word who became the incarnate word, he ministered by the anointing. He didn't say, you know, I'm the word, nothing else is needed. No, he himself ministered by the anointing. How important is the anointing? Look at Jesus. The incarnate word ministered by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And Peter, uh, in, in, in describing the ministry of Jesus, he says in Acts 10 and verse 38, he said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So even Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit, and because of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit, what did he do? He healed every person who was oppressed of the devil, and he went about doing good. And the same Jesus is there, that, that by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, he's there to do you good. And to heal every person who is oppressed of the devil. And as we look at the ministry of Jesus, we see 
that uh, Jesus cast out demons by the Spirit of God, that is by the anointing of God. He drove demons out. He set people free uh, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the gifts of the Spirit were expressed through the life of Jesus. You read about that in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. Um, the, the, Jesus ministered by the gifts of the Holy Spirit as he proclaimed and announced the message of salvation. The writer of Hebrews tells us in Hebrews 2, 3 and 4. And in the ministry of Jesus, we see that there was the flow of power through his life. And you remember when the woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of Jesus' garment, the Bible says, says that Jesus perceived that power had gone out of him. The woman knew that she was healed. In another place in Luke 6 and verse 19, the Bible says the whole multitude sought to touch him for power went out of him and healed them all. So there was a flow of the anointing into the lives of people. Some people touched him. Some people touched the hem of his garment, uh, you know, different ways. But through him, the, there was a flow of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit that healed and delivered people. We also see that it was faith that connected with the anointing. So when people came to him in faith, he was the anointed one. He was the anointed person. And there was a flow of power through him, but it was faith that connected with that anointing. And again, a great example is that of that woman with the issue of blood. You see, there were many others who were pressing around Jesus, but they didn't experience the anointing in their lives. But this woman who came in faith, she was able to connect with the anointing and received the flow of the anointing into her life. And we can also say this, that uh, there were no constraints in time or distance for the flow of the anointing. Uh, there were times Jesus told people, you know, go home, your son, son lives. Or he told the woman, the Canaanite woman, he says, your daughter is free. Your, your daughter is delivered. And her daughter was at home. And she came to Jesus in faith. And he said, woman, great is your faith. Be it unto you, even as you will. And her daughter who was at home was delivered. So there is no time or no distance for the flow of the anointing. And I want us to have faith in God for his anointing to impact our lives today. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this message, I believe that the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit will flow to you. That means it will reach you where you are. There is no time or distance um, for the anointing. It doesn't matter which part of the world you are. It doesn't matter what time you're listening to this message. The presence and the power of the Holy Spirit can impact your life right where you are. And by the time you hear the message today, faith is going to rise up in your heart and you are going to be able to believe God because the word of God produces faith in you. And it's that faith that will connect with the anointing of God and you will see the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit impacting your life. Now, even in the Old Testament, we see people anointed by the Holy Spirit, and who did great things, great things. There are numerous examples, uh, that of uh, Deborah, who was anointed uh, and who delivered Israel, and many deliverers 
like her, uh, who were raised up, anointed by God. There was the uh, anointing that brought breakthrough into the lives of people. Prophets of old were anointed. And because of the anointing, um, they helped people get out of debt. Because of the anointing, they resolved problems uh, in the land, in the nation. Uh, because of the anointing, they were able to tell kings and leaders what to do and how to preserve and protect uh, the land and the people. Uh, because of the anointing that was on their lives, uh, people were able to design things and, 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 and do things that God wanted them to do. So we see the expression of the anointing even in the Old Testament through various kinds, uh, through various people and expressed in various kinds of ways. We say there are different kinds of anointings and you know, people give these names uh, to, dis to, to talk about those different kinds of anointings. You'll hear terms like Joseph anointing or Deborah anointing or you know, breakthrough anointing or uh, uh, you know, people give different names to these things just to uh, uh, refer to those kinds of works that were done by the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Now here's the good news. We said that Jesus ministered by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And after he ministered, after his ministry, earthly ministry, as he was about to ascend to heaven, he said that all his people will also receive the presence and power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. So Jesus is telling his people, you are going to receive this presence and power of the Holy Spirit. And this presence and power of the Holy Spirit is going to be expressed through you. And so here we are, the church of Jesus Christ, being given this wonderful promise that we would receive the power of the Holy Spirit and through us the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit will be released. So I want us to understand, I want us to know that the anointing is still at work in the church today. See, the anointing didn't cease with Jesus and his ministry. The anointing didn't cease with just the apostles. Because in John chapter 7, verses 37 to 39, Jesus said this. He said, you know, if any man thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me. Notice he's talking about those who believe in him. And you and I are here. We believe in Jesus. So he's talking about you and me. And he says, he who believes in me, out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. What are those rivers of living water? It continues there in verse 39. It says, but this he spoke of the Holy Spirit. So those rivers of living water is the presence, it is the power of the Holy Spirit flowing through every believer. And that's why we can say with Full assurance that the anointing is still at work in the church today. Because the anointing, the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit is flowing out through every believer. And so today, you and I can receive, you and I can experience the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You know, everything in the Bible that happened by the anointing can happen again and again and again because the anointing the presence and the power of the holy spirit 
has never diminished, has not changed. Times have changed. We read the Bible and we have an account of miracles that took place in a certain place, it took place at a certain time. Times have changed. We're here perhaps 2,000 years later, maybe more. But the Holy Spirit, who is still flowing through the church, He has not changed. His presence and power has not diminished in any way. And that's why we can say everything in the Bible that happened by the anointing can happen again today. Every kind of miracle, every kind of healing, everything that the Bible says that takes place by the anointing will happen again today because the Holy Spirit hasn't changed. His presence and power has not diminished. And that's why the pages of this book are so powerful that we could read those promises. We could read what, uh, what the Bible says will take place by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And with confidence we can say it will happen today. It will happen now. It will happen in your life because the anointing has not changed. The Holy Spirit has not changed. So expect the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The flow of his presence and power to touch you right where you are. Expect the flow of his presence and power to, to touch you right where you are. Now before we go into a time of prayer, I just want to highlight a few things that will take place because of the anointing. And I'm just going to highlight these things. All of these are in the book of Isaiah. Now I, like I said in the very beginning, we see the anointing throughout the Bible. But I want to highlight a few things just from the book of Isaiah. What the anointing will do so that you can have uh, something to direct your faith towards. And some of us may relate to one or more of these things that, that are mentioned for us in the book of Isaiah. And if you relate to it, you lock into it and say, today I'm going to receive that. Because it's in the Bible and the anointing uh, is, has not changed. Uh, if the Bible says the anointing will do that, then it will happen for me today in my life. I lock into it and I'm expecting God to do it in my life today. So listen to some of these things. In Isaiah 10 and verse 27, the Bible says that the anointing destroys yokes and removes burdens. So what is yoke? It's an oppressive thing that comes on your life. It's something that burdens you. It's something that locks you down, that puts you down. Anything that you know, that, that, that locks you down, it's a yoke. And the Bible says the anointing destroys yokes and removes burdens. Now some of you listening, you can relate to that. You feel that your life is under an oppressive yoke of the enemy. Something that is put upon you. He's trying to lock you down where you are. And there's a heavy burden on your life. That's a weight that more that, that you can that's more than what you can handle. It's crushing you. But today you're hearing the word of God which tells you that the anointing will destroy the yoke. And the anointing will remove that burden. And so expect that to happen in your life. In Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 2, the Bible describes the sevenfold, uh, um, sevenfold aspect, sevenfold work of the Holy Spirit. It talks about him as the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the sovereign God. Adonai, the God who is sovereign. When he determines something, 
nobody can stop it because the spirit of the sovereign Lord will get it done. He's a spirit of the Lord. He's a spirit of wisdom. He's a spirit of understanding. He's a spirit of counsel. He's a spirit of power of might. And he's the spirit of, 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 of uh, uh, the fear of the Lord. So the Holy Spirit is of all these things. The sevenfold aspects are uh, a work of the Holy Spirit. So the anointing releases all these dimensions of the Holy Spirit. And some of you listening will say, you know what? I need that wisdom to solve this problem I'm facing. Maybe it's a situation at work. Maybe it's a situation uh, that you've never dealt with. Maybe it's a financial situation. Maybe it's a situation in your business. Whatever it is, you say, I need wisdom. I, I, need, a, I need a way out of this situation. Well, the Holy Spirit, the anointing will give you the wisdom you need. Some of you may say, I need counsel. I, I, I need some guidance here. The anointing it gives counsel. The anointing brings power. The anointing gives us understanding. All of this is available for us in the anointing. In Isaiah 28, verses 5 and 6, the Bible says, The anointing brings justice and it gives strength. Uh, to those who battle, those who are fighting. Uh, and later on, that same chapter, Isaiah 28, it tells us the anointing gives instruction, counsel, and guidance. It's talking about the farmer there in Isaiah 28. And it says, you know, how does a farmer know what he has to do? Where did he get that understanding from? How does he know to harness nature and exploit what, what the things that are in nature? How did how did the farmer get that understanding? It says, God gave him that understanding. And today, you and I may be engaged in different things. And it is God who will give us uh, understanding by his spirit uh, to execute justice, uh, to move in strength. And he gives us instruction, counsel, and guidance, and to know how to deal with things of this world. And some of us need that. And uh, as we pray today, that by, uh, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you will know how to administer justice. You will know how to move in strength. You will know you'll receive instruction, counsel, and guidance in know, knowing what to do in your situation. doesn't matter what industry it is. In Isaiah 28, he's talking specifically about the farmer. But the, God is not limited just to farming. It doesn't matter what your area of work is. It doesn't matter what your uh, industry, the industry in which you are working. God knows that uh, God is able to give you the instruction, the counsel, and the guidance that you need for your area of work so that you can know how to harness things and do things uh, that are related to your specific industry. Uh, the anointing brings reviving and fruitfulness. Isaiah 32, 15. The Bible says that when the Spirit of the Lord is poured out on high, He says the wilderness will become a fruitful field. You see, when the Holy Spirit comes, what happens? The wilderness becomes fruitful. That's what the anointing will do. Now, how does that apply to you and me? Maybe for us in our lives, we are in that place of wilderness. We are in a dry and barren land where there is no water. Nothing's happening. But listen, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, the anointing can cause the desert to blossom like the rose. The anointing can cause the wilderness to become fruitful. And that's what you can expect. I'm not making this up. It's right there for you in Isaiah 32 and verse 15. It says that when the Spirit is poured out from on high, the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. And the fruitful field becomes thick 
flourishing like a forest. You know, the, the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God brings about such a transformation. And you and I can expect that to happen. The anointing brings growth, strength, and blessing on our children. That's Isaiah 44, verses 3 and 4. God says, I will pour out my spirit upon your children my blessing upon your offspring, and they will grow up like willows by the water courses. They'll be strong. They'll be flourishing. And that's what you and I can expect. God, because of your anointing, you will do that for my children. Isaiah 59 and verse 19, the Bible says that the anointing stops the enemy. It says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. So it doesn't matter how intimidating the enemy appears to you today. It doesn't matter how strong your enemy may seem to you today. The Bible says the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. You see, when the Holy Spirit lifts up a standard, when the Holy Spirit raises up a no-entry sign, no enemy can cross that. But you and I must say, Holy Spirit, I want you to do that for me. There's the enemy that seems to be coming against me, but I trust you that the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God, that the presence and the power of God will be released into my life to lift up a standard against the enemy so that the enemy will not be able to advance against me any further. The anointing in Isaiah 61 Verses 1, 2, and 3, the anointing brings healing, it brings release, it brings comfort, it brings about a turnaround. In that passage, in Isaiah 61, verses 1 to 3, those very scriptures that Jesus read uh, at the beginning of his ministry, he said, I'm going to heal the brokenhearted. I'm going to bring deliverance to the captives. The Bible says right there, he comforts those who mourn in Zion. He's the oil of gladness, and he gives beauty beauty for ashes he gives the garment uh, he gives the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that's what the anointing does for our lives worship team come up please uh, that's what the anointing does for us the anointing will bring a release the anointing will bring healing the anointing will bring breakthrough the anointing will bring deliverance uh, the anointing will bring a turnaround beauty for your ashes whatever seems to have been burnt down in your life that that is devastated that today is in a state of desolation believe with me today as we pray that the anointing of God the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit touching your life will turn what seems like ashes today will be turned into something that is beautiful how and when and all that God will leave it to God but I want you to believe God with me that today Lord by the anointing these things will happen you know there is so much more in the Bible about the anointing but this is enough for today this is enough for you and me to pray together and say Lord touch my life by your anointing I want that in my life I want the touch of the Holy Spirit spirit in my life. I want to remind you of some of the statements we made at the very beginning that there was a flow of power when Jesus ministered. And that's the same thing that happens today. That there is a flow of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? It means that right where you are, the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit can reach you, can touch you, can be administered to your life. Uh, we also said that it is faith con that connected with the anointing. Simple faith. You say, Lord, I believe. 
I can't figure it out in my mind. And God is not expecting us to figure it out in our minds. He's just calling us to believe in our hearts. You see, you and I have this wonderful capacity to believe in our hearts, even if we can't wrap our minds around the things of God. That's okay. Our, our God is infinitely bigger than our minds, but we can believe His truths from our hearts. We're not believing somebody's fancies. We're not believing somebody, uh, somebody's imaginations. We are believing the written scriptures. We are believing what God has written in His Word. Everything I've spoken to you today, I've based it on the written word of God. That whatever I've told you about the anointing is based on the written word of God. It's not somebody's fanciful ideas. It's not somebody's imaginations. It's the word of God. And because it's the word of God, I can tell you with great confidence that if we will just believe it in our hearts, we will experience it in our lives. When we have faith, we connect to the anointing. We invite, we receive the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit into our lives so that God can do a work in us. And the last thing I want to remind you is this, that there, were, there are no constraints of time or space, uh, time or distance for the flow of the anointing. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter which place. It doesn't matter you know, what time, you're, when you're watching this message. There is no constraint of time or distance. Whatever time it is, wherever you are, as we pray, expect the Holy Spirit to touch you. Expect the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit to impact your life. Through simple faith, welcome the touch of the anointing on your life. Through simple faith, just say, Lord, I believe. We've gone through several different things the anointing does for us. We said the anointing destroys the yoke and removes burdens. The anointing releases the sevenfold work of the Spirit, meaning the sovereignty of God, His wisdom, His knowledge, His understanding, His counsel, His might, and the reverence for God. It's released. We said the anointing releases justice and strength. Brings instruction, counsel, and guidance. The anointing brings reviving and fruitfulness. The anointing brings growth and strength and blessing. The anointing stops the enemy. The anointing brings healing. It brings release. It brings counsel. Uh, it brings comfort. Uh, it, it, it overthrows heaviness and gives a praise, puts praise. It gives beauty for ashes. All of this and much more can take place for you and me. I want you to believe. We're going to pray together. And as we pray, we're simply going to ask, Holy Spirit, touch our lives. In the name of Jesus, touch our lives. And at that moment, we believe that He will touch you. Whether it's healing that you need in your body or your mind, whether it's a turnaround of a certain life situation, whether it's the counsel of the Lord, wisdom that you need, whether it's a breakthrough idea that you need in your life, whatever it is, God by His Spirit can bring it to you. We're going to pray. The worship team is going to lead us in a, in a, in a time of singing. I want you to just worship God. I want you to sing. As you sing this song, expect His healing. Expect His touch coming on your life. And right after this time of singing, 
we're going to pray together and expect the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit to touch our lives. Let's do that. Let's worship now.
said, let there be light. He said, let there be light. And there was. He said, Lazarus, rise and he rose. He said, rise up and walk. And the lame man walk. He makes all things Father, we just thank you 
for the presence and the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you that your word says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. It is God who has established us and anointed us. So, Father, we have proclaimed your word. And Jesus, you said the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. That your words administer the presence and the power of your spirit and bring forth your life to people. And Lord, today, in your name, in the name of Jesus, we pray. That every person listening, watching, God, will be touched by the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Right now, as we join our hearts together in prayer, I want you to look to Jesus. You need healing in your body. Lay, if, if at all possible, lay, the hand, lay your hand on the part of your body where you need healing to take place if, if you can. Otherwise, just touch your body wherever it's possible and say, Lord, touch me and heal me. Let your mind, lay your hands on your head. If there are other situations and circumstances that you want God to touch. Just mention that, lift it up to him as we pray. We are joining our hearts together. There is nothing impossible for the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, right now, wherever people are, we pray that you will touch them by your presence and by your power, Lord. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, let every work of the enemy be destroyed. Let every burden Oppression of the enemy be overthrown off of people's lives. Every foul, unclean, evil spirit in the name of Jesus leave. Every spirit of infirmity and sickness and disease and torment and oppression and destruction in the name of Jesus leave. Right now, let there be deliverance taking place in the lives of people who are listening, watching God. Let the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit flood their lives, overwhelm their lives, turn things around completely right now. Let healings take place now in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to check your body. There were bones that have been broken and uh, dislocated or broken uh, and not mended back properly. Expect healing. Expect healing in the joints where there's aches and pains. Expect every pain and ache of the joint to leave completely. Expect healing to take place right now in your body. Disorders, chronic illnesses. To leave and wholeness to come by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
God, even problems that are internal, have, having to do with all the chemical uh, imbalances. And Lord, make it whole and let them know they are healed. Let them feel like the woman who touched the hem of Jesus' garment. She knew in herself she had been healed. Let people know right now. Let the presence of the Holy Spirit be tangible to them. Let them know that you're touching. You're healing something on the inside. Oh God, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. God, even right now, lose dumb mouths. Every dumb spirit, I command you, leave in the name of Jesus. and Release those tongues. Release those, uh, the speech. Let people, God, have been unable to speak or stammering, speak clearly, smoothly now in the name of Jesus. Let the dumb speak in the name of Jesus. Let words begin to come out of their mouths. Let deaf ears open up in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of deafness leave. And every cause for deafness, even if there's been injury to those to the ears, I'll let there be healing right now in the name of Jesus. And let hearing be fully restored in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. Thank you. We're hearing to be fully restored. Even if there were injuries there that, that has caused the hearing to be impaired, let it be complete restoration by the power of your Holy Spirit now. We thank you, Father God. We bless your name. We honor you, God. We praise you, God. We praise you. We honor you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And Lord, we pray for those life situations that need to be made fruitful once again. We read in your word that when the Spirit is poured out from on high, the wilderness will become fruitful and it will become like a forest. God, let that transformation take place even now in life situations. By the power of the Holy Spirit, receive it now. Receive it. Say, Lord, I receive that. That touch of the Holy Spirit that causes the desert to blossom like a rose. That causes the wilderness to become very fruitful. I receive that, Lord, in my life. Receive it. Receive it. We heard from His Word that God gives beauty for ashes. You receive that in your life now. Receive it. It's by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And say, God, in my life, in my life, you give beauty for ashes, Lord. I receive it. I take it from the Holy Spirit. Receive it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I'm going to let the worship team members, different ones of them, as they feel led by the Holy Spirit, they will pray or they will call things out. And as they do that, I want you to receive it. It'll be specific for one or more of you. So go ahead and receive it. Worship team, just go ahead. Feel free. Anyone you have. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead. Whatever they say, just go ahead and connect with it, receive it. If pray a prayer, we receive it. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. When pastor was speaking and then he just said it again now that the wilderness will become thick, will become green. And I think that's also for office situations. That's also for us, uh, uh, for, for today's situation, where sometimes mm. in office you feel that it's been barren, mm. uh, uh, there's been difficulties, you've not got a promotion, you've not been recognized. 
I just feel the Lord is saying that you need to claim this. You need to claim this verse over that the wilderness. Mm. You may not have even seen a blade moving, a, gra- a blade of grass moving. Figuratively, I'm speaking. But remember, when you you claim this over, office situations will change, promotions will come, recognition will come, yes. salaries will come. So I, I just felt that the Lord is saying that we need to declare that that the wildernesses, dry places, mm. desert places. Mm. will be turned to green your office situation will be turned favorable towards so i declare that lord over the person who is who is going through that right now yes i declare that over companies that have been going through that even oh. now with this new lockdown lord lord we just ask lord that the wilderness will be turned lord the difficult situations will be turned around because you are a sovereign god and what the enemy planned for evil you will turn it around for good yes and we've seen that over and over again lord thank you lord so right now we can't see tomorrow but we know lord that your promises will never fail your goodness we've seen it over and over again so lord we declare we declare that the wilderness will be turned to a prosperous green green yeah. lush forest thank you lord in jesus name amen Anyone else just go ahead ask the holy spirit moves you Thank you Lord thank you God I just feel somebody you've got a problem in your left leg I don't know why it just kept keeps coming back to me. So if you've got a problem in your left leg, uh, God is healing you. I want you to stand up on both your feet and begin to walk. Right? Maybe the problem is in your left leg, but you need to get up on both your feet and begin to walk. Begin to do something that you thought you could never do before. Just start doing it. Start doing it. Start taking a few steps, baby steps, but start doing it and your 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 ability to walk will be fully restored. God's doing it. So start taking those steps right now and uh, do it do it do it what we like to do is to hear back from you what we request you to do is to send a testimony uh the email is testimony@apcw.org or uh, share with us you know uh something that god has done in your life write to us and tell us about it uh if it's a healing and um, if it's possible for you to go to a doctor and get it verified we encourage you to do that uh, we are not against doctors we're not against uh, what um, physicians help us with uh, we encourage people to go get your healing verified by uh, the physicians uh, and then send a testimony saying you know i had this problem we prayed i went to the doctor got myself checked and this is what has happened to do that and 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 take some time to do it. I know it's a little extra effort. Uh but take some time to do it. Take a moment to write to us, tell us what has happened in your life or in your uh life situation or in your business or in your office in your workplace. Uh write to us, tell us the good things God has done so we can celebrate with you. We can rejoice with you. And uh in the future weeks uh, we usually collect these testimonies and from time to time we share them uh we do not disclose uh, names of people or any uh, any you know 
confidential information, but we share what the Lord has done so we can all rejoice together and, and glorify God together. And that's what we will do. So please take some time to do that. We're going to close, uh, and I just want to speak the blessing of God uh, over us. And um, once we are done, please remember... Uh, to connect back with us. If you would like to be part of one of our online communities, send us an email. And also remember to share this message with somebody else. Maybe there are people who are quarantined, who are isolated, who are shut in somewhere. Tell them to listen. Be encouraged through the worship, the word, and the time of prayer and ministry. Uh, You'll be blessing somebody's life. Do that if you would like to. Let's close. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, our Heavenly Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with each of us always. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening. We trust this message was a blessing to you. For more free resources including sermons, sermon notes, publication, please visit apcwo.org. For information on APC Bible College in Bangalore, please visit apcbiblecollege.org. Please remember to download the All People's Church Bangalore app from the app or Google Play Store.